ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯಮಧ್ಯಮಸ್ಮತಾಚಾರ್ಯಪರ್ಯಂತೋಕಶಂಕರಂ welcome all so today onwards we are going to embark on the traditional approach towards advaita and as i mentioned in the last class we will be introducing the first four sutras of brahma sutra and thereafter we will take one by one the upanishad technically speaking we should have done all the 10 upanishads before taking brahma sutra that is if we are going to handle the entire brahma sutra since we are not going to embark upon the entire brahma sutra here now the four the four sutra tatusutri the requirement of the 10 upanishads is not mandatory but since we all have had the preliminary exposure to advaita we saw that in through our earlier studies of aparokshanubhuti dakshinamurti stotram and kena upanishad in this class but in those who have been in the other uh, room uh, clubhouse they have seen kathopanishad mundapopanishad chandogya mandukya so but those were not based on chakrabhasha but based on the general interpretation based even though i was using chakrabhasha as a reference point but i did not deal entirely with the word by word of the bhasha ideally speaking we should done we should have done the gita study also along with the 10 upanishads before getting into brahma sutra having said that since we are not going to get into the full brahma sutra or the masutra by sutra all the sutras in the detail i have to explain that the three pillars of advaita are based upon bhagavad gita 1 then the 10 upanishads as the second pillar and brahma sutra as the third one now bhagavad gita is called the smriti prasthana where bhagavad gita is considered as the smriti not as a shruti whereas upanishad being part of the vedas are considered as shruti prasthana so the 10 major upanishads which are included in this ishakena kata prashna mundaka mandukya itriya saitriya chandogya brahadaranya so these 10 are the 10 ಶ್ರುತಿ ಪ್ರಸ್ತಾನ ಕ್ಯಾನನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಸೂತ್ರ ಈಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ ದ ನ್ಯಾಯ ಪ್ರಸ್ತಾನ ನ್ಯಾಯ ಪ್ರಸ್ತಾನ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಬೇಸ್ಡ್ ಆನ್ ಲಾಜಿಕ್ ಆರ್ ಆರ್ಗ್ಯುಮೆಂಟ್ ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರಿಟೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಬಿಗಿನಿಂಗ್ 
when these were being taught in the traditional schools, the dependency on the memory was very high. They did not have even the scriptures to, I mean, the methodology of writing. And even when the writing was introduced, it was on thin, you know, palm leaves or burjapatras, where they used to write it in, into, in the carving using a sharp needle type of an instrument. So the dependency on the memory was very high. And when teaching is being done, and if a topic has to be referred, that the methodology adopted by all the philosophers of all schools, may it be grammar, may it be any other school like Vaisheshika, Purva Mimamsa, Nyaya, all of them, even yoga, all of them had this sutra as a technique. So what does a sutra mean? Sujana Sutra. It is a word or a combination of words which are indicating about an entire topic. So you can imagine the entire Sanskrit grammar has been included in 4,000 odd sutras. So the students who are studying grammar, if they by heart those sutras, they know exactly the etymology, word formation, and what are allowed, what are not allowed. All those rules will be easily remembered by remembering the sutras. Same way, in the Nipurva Mimamsa, where the, where the Karmakanda is there, also Jaimini has written a sutra. Vyas, the Vaisheshika Nyaya also, you have Vaisheshika Sutras and Nyaya Sutras. So these are all Suchana for the purpose of concise remembering and most of the places they were used to recite the Sutras so that in the form of a matrical way they used to recite the Sutras. So it remembers, it becomes easy for them to remember the Sutras. And when it is being remembered, it is not just the word meanings in the sutra what it is being conveyed. The entire topic what was discussed under that sutra in the class will come into the memory of the student who is remembering the sutra. That was the way in which the dependency on memory was utilized to the maximum in ancient system in India. So the most of those people who were studying and practicing and preaching were walking encyclopedia or walking libraries, you can say, because they used to, they can remember not only about Advaita, they also know about the sutras of other systems like Nyaya, Mimamsa, or you know, Vyakarana, etc. So. This being the methodology in which they have imbibed the studies from their teachers, they also propagated the study in the same way to the future generations. So, in the Brahma Sutra, totally we have 555 Sutra. 
this authorship of this sutras, which is in, called in English as aphorisms, are given to Badharayana or Vyasa. Is a Vyasa is considered as a as a name for a category of teachers or authors. It can be either way. And the particular Vyasa who wrote Brahma Sutra is known as Badarayana. And he is also accredited of categorizing the four Veda, Vedas into four categories, Rikyajas, Sama and Adharva. Also writing of the 18 Puranas, Mahapuranas and Bhagavad Mahabharata. So even though the Vyasa name is common in all of them, whether it is one person or multiple personalities, we have no idea. But we assume that it is all called Padarayana. Whether it is Krishna Dwaipayana is another name which we hear. So there is a Vyasa who wrote in a commentary on Patanjali's Yoga Sutra. So there is Vyasa name appearing many places. So it's, it is still not very clear as to who was the other, but from the text or from the, what has been traditionally passed on to us, we call him as Bhadarayana, as the author of Brahma Sutra, who wrote these 555 sutras. These 555 sutras are divided into four chapters, and each chapter having four padas, four quarters, and each quarter having Adhikaranas, which are called subject matter. And in each Adhikarana, there can be one or more sutras. So this is the way in which it has been schematically presented. But we, the Adhikaranas, if you look at the subject matter, if you look into it, in the entire Brahma Sutra, there is 191 subject matter, that is called 191. Adhikaranas are available. Some Adhikarana means where there is only subject matter, there is only one sutra. For example, the first four sutras, each one is called one Adhikarana because it is dealing in detail about one subject matter. But as we go further into that, we will find some of the Adhikaranas have got two sutras, five, six, like that multiple sutras are available. The first four quarters put together is called the first chapter which is called Samanvaya Adhikarana. Samanvaya means coming to a conclusion or concomitant or what you know or you know were resolving the different mantras from the Upanishads all resolved to make that they have same intent of subject matter which is the Brahma, Brahma Brahman as the as the subject matter even though they may appear to be in multiple facets or method in which each Upanishad has described but they all have one common topic which is called the Brahman that is called Samanaya Dhikaranam in the first chapter. The second one is called Avirodha Dhikaranam. Avirodha uh, Pada means the, the 
there is no dispute even though it may appear to be having different way in which these Upanishads have projected or explained the Brahma, there is no virodha or contradiction between one statement of one Upanishad with another state of another Upanishad. And also not only at that time, that at that time this it is one of the largest and it is also taking on the opponents who are bringing out these contradictions as a defect in the Advaita philosophy. So, Avirodha, Virodha means opposition, Avirodha means negating the opposition or explaining that there is no difference, differentiation, I mean, the different approach towards it, even though it may appear to be different. So, that is the Avirodha Adhyaya, second chapter. The third chapter is the second chapter is which is where you will find that uh, the third chapter is Samadha no Sadhana right Sadhana Adhikarana Sadhana Adhikarana means the means of acquiring the knowledge of Brahman and the other methods like Upasana etc are dealt in detail in that third section of the Brahma Sutra. And the last one, which is the smallest one, is which is having 78 uh, 78 Adhikaranas, which is called the Hala Adhikarana, is the Mukti or Moksha is being described in that, or the, as a result of knowing the Brahman, what is the result, how does it, it, it appear, what is the result of the Acquiring the knowledge of Brahman is happening. So, this way, the four padas or four adhyayas have been divided of Brahma Sutra, and on each adhyaya, we have got four padas. So, it is normally the numbering will be the one, then, first one will be the first chapter, second will be the pada number, the third one will be the adhikarana number, and the fourth one will be the sutra number. So, this is the way in which the numbering is being done in the, the traditional thing. So, what is the subject matter we know that it is about the Brahman, Brahma Pradipadana. That is why it is called Brahma Sutra also. Suchana, Sutra, Sutra, Suchana, Sutra means. What, what is the Suchana? What is indicating these Sutras are indicating? If they are indicating about Brahma, the na the nature of Brahma, the the confusions which are can happen from Brahma's definition, that is removed. What are the method, sadhana dhikarana, and then what is the phala? So all the way it, it is dealing with all the aspects regarding Brahma prapti to achievement the Brahma so is the what is the methodology here. Now, typically all the Sutras, whether it is about grammar or Mimamsa or Brahma, Brahma Sutra, they have a pattern in which they develop the theme. First, they talk about the requirement of the student. Then they give what is called a subject matter. And then only they enter into the details of the 
the topics. So here if you look at it, in the Brahma Sutra also, the first four sutras are basically to introduce the subject matter. The first sutra, which is called the Atato Brahma Jitnyasa, is a Jitnyasa Adhikarana. Jitnyasa means Jnatum Icha, to know, to know what is Brahman is where it is all starting. So the first uh, first mantra, which is Adhikarana by itself, is called Jnatum Brahma Jitnyasa Adhikarana. The second one is, is what is that? Shastra Yonitva. Where does it this knowledge of Brahma as been? Uh, yeah. So we will find that this subject matter has been categorized as Atma this thing I'll I'll give you that sutras which is given in the Mula this thing. Athato Brahma Jitnyasa is the first one, which is called Jitnyasa Adhikaranam. The second was Janmadhyya Adhikaranam, Janmadhyasya Yadaha, iti. that is the second Adhikaranam. The third one is Shastra Yonitva, so that is Shastra Yonitva Adhikaranam. And fourth one is Samanyaya Adhikaranam, Tattattu Samanyaya Adhiti. These are the four Adhikaranas which are the, in, the, in the beginning itself. Now, what is being told here in each one of them is, here it is Brahma Jitnyasa, Atha, Athav, Brahma Jitnyasa is the way in which it is the Sutra is starting. So what does it, what does it mean? Therefore, now onwards, is Brahma Jitnyasa, is a desire to know Brahma. So there is, there are words, three words in it, Atha, Atha. Brahma Jitnyasa. So the first word is henceforth. So then henceforth does mean what does it mean? It, it indicates the qualification what is required for the student who is embarking on the study of on the on the Brahma Sutra. Then what are the requirements and the full detail is being discussed in the in the Bhashya by the Shangracharya. But before that, the subject matter getting into the detail of the Brahma Sutra itself, Acharya has written a detailed preface for the Brahma Sutra. Now preface is why to study Brahma Sutra at all. We should know why you should we study it at all. So for that, he has written a detailed what you call Adhyasa Bhasha. Adhyasa means superimposition or error in knowledge. Now, 
Why it is called Adhyasa Bhashya? Because in this preface, he is explaining the reason why there is a need for studying this Advaita because our the purpose which is moksha or mukti Jnana is the end for getting the mukti we should know what is the status that is means we have a bondage now the bondage is due to what so from the freedom from bondage is what is freedom so bondage should be understood before getting to know what is the freedom like so what is the cause for bondage is what is here mentioned as the adhyasa or the error in knowledge or superimposition. Now, there are the method in which this is being addressed by uh, in the traditional school is they go into each word, go into hair splitting arguments using their logic and the, you know, not only logic, also the artha shabdartha all those word and the word meaning and getting into the detail so the the simple statement of shankaracharya in the beginning itself has now the four sutras put together or the four brahma sutra four sutri which is there is now with the commentaries and sub-commentaries runs into some five to seven thousand pages books which each one has come out with their own analysis and getting into the details of this uh, of the analysis in which you will and there also between those philosophers or those commentators who have written subsequently they have differences in the word the same word which is being interpreted in one by one philosopher is not accepted by the another philosopher because he finds it it should be better interpreted this way there is a lot of even though they are not changing from the main theme their appro analysis methods are different so we are not going to get into all those things we will simply take the mula grantham or the the bhashya of shankaracharya alone and then get into the details of i mean our way of understanding the bhashya we are not going to get into the what you call splitting of those words and their meanings into further things this is basically because we are now not getting into a traditional sanskrit based ideological or you know literary study our approach is more to understand what is vedanta why we are why we are having the bondage or limitations as an individual even though the the shastra or the advaita says jivo brahmai vanapara there is absolutely no difference between the jiva and the brahma so if that is the truth why are we feeling that i am limited by the space and time physicality in the body and all those questions are there with us so we will be looking more from that point of view rather than the traditional grammar and logical way of analyzing it that is the way in which i want to take this subject and for forward because the means the the purpose of this study is not to become scholars in the in the sanskrit language or in the methodology of analysis 
our purpose is to understand what is advaita how it can be useful for us in our analysis of our experiences and knowing what the reality is and thereby that reality how can it be helpful for our you know limitations which we are feeling so this is the way in which i would like to approach the subject and towards that the first statement is the statement of a opponent in the sense that when the when the shastra starts the normally the methodology is that you know the proposal of the topic is given by those who are submitting the topic and then subsequently the questions are being asked on the topic so here also there must be an assumption that you know this topic was not discussed directly now but it was go ongoing topic from shankaracharya's previous acharyas who had discussed that there is a mix up of the you know the reality and the appearances so to continue that topic acharya shankara is using a question form of the opponent in the beginning so that his answer can give the clarity to the topic so this is the which is that in the mind the first statement is that yushmat asmat pratiya bojarayoho vishaya vishayinoho samaprakashavat viruddha swabhavayoho idare idara bhavanupattau siddhayam tad dharmanam api sutaram idare idara bhavanupattihi ityataha asmat pratiya bojare vishayini chidatmahe yushmat pratiya bojarasya vishayasya tad dharmanam cha adhyasaha tad vipadyayena vishayinah tad dharmanam cha vishaye adhyaso mithyeti bavitum yuktam this is the one one statement from the opponent so i am going to split the words and go into the meanings of it yushmat asmat pratiya gocharayoho yushmat is a word used to indicate you in sanskrit you and all the different you as a as a subject you as an object then by you for you from you yours in you all those type of word formations are based on the on the word from called yushmat it is what we we call it as a pratipatikam from the word the words can be the meaningful words can be derived asmat when it is you for the yushmat asmat is for i aham from where the i based on the, the me mine and from me or you know in me etc all those things can be derived from the word asmat in the in the methodology so there was there is a this is what pratyaya bojarayoho so pratyaya means is the way in which this is being explained that the words are used pratyaya yushmat pratyaya asmat pratyaya gocharayoho means the way in which it is from the meaningful there is there is way in which we have to understand that 
or the meaning can be from uh, derived from these two words which becomes what vishaya vishayini vishaya vishayano means one becomes the subject and the other becomes the object now normally when we say i and you i am the subject and you are the object so these two words becomes what is called vishaya and vishayini the subject and the object and how was the subject and the object tamaprakashavat viridva swabhavayo light light and darkness are opposing i cannot be you you cannot be i in no language i and you become one so it is opposing each other tamaprakasha means like light and darkness they have different swabhava means nature when i am saying i i am in, i am meaning this person whom i am talking as a subject when i say you means i am taking that sub, the the object so subject and object are having totally different meanings for therefore they are cannot be one attending itheredara bhavanupattau siddhayam so everybody knows that they itheredara they are different between there is definitely a difference between these two and not only that tad dharmanam api sutaram itheredara bhavanupatti the nature in which i express myself i know myself is not the way in which the object you or it whichever may when you can say can be considered because dharma means the qualifications or the adjectives or the details of it is itareyara bhavanupatti is entirely different between both of this not only that swabhava the nature in which i am there or you are there not only that even the even the adjectives or the qualities of me and qualities of you or the object are totally well known to be different ityataha being that asmat pratyaya gochare vishayini in the word asmat or in the word i which is a subject chidatmake it is of nature of chidatma knowledge embodiment yushmat pratyaya gocharasya vishayasya yushmat gochara yushmat pratyaya gochara means the by the word yushmat what is known as as vishaya or the object dharmanamchar the nature of i which is chidatmaka the object is a external thing which is seen or i being and is a is an object of knowledge for me so therefore that the, the nature of the object cha adhyasaha tat vipadyena vishayinaha tat dharmanam cha vishaye adhyasaha mitya idu pavitam muktam so the what happened dharmana chadyasaha so what happens there is a dharma of the subject the nature of the subject and the nature of the object 
that are entirely opposing in nature and now what happens is that when you are saying that there is the adhyasa superimposition between the it and the knower the knower and the, the subject and the object there is a superimposition on that Vishayinaha tat dharmanam cha vishaye adhyasaha. So the subject, what is what is the subject, the qualities of the subject, and the qualities or the nature of the object is superimposed. Mitya iti bhavitum yuktam. It is possible that there is a there is a mix up between the the two. Tatapi Anyonyasmin Anyonyatmagatam Anyonyasmin Dharmamsa Idenetara Avivekena Atyanda Vivakta Yoho Dharma Dharminoho Mityatnana Nimittaha Satyanade Midani Kritya Ahamidam Mamedam Iti Naisargiko Ayam Loka Vyavaharaha. So Vatahi Tadapi even though Anyonyasmin Anyonyatmagatam in one of in in one the nature of the other anyonya dharmamsha not only the the identification of the object and the subject not only that anyonya dharmacha their their qualities also cha adhyataha itaraha avivekena due to non-apprehension or due to ignorance even though atyanta vivakta yoho they are totally different there is so though no way you can mix up because samaprakashavat viruddha sobhav there is the difference between the two atyanta vivakta yoho dharma dharmino ho one is the nature in which the individual is the, the nature of the object if if now due to avivekena, due to the ignorance, is being superimposed or mixed up. Mithyatnyana nimitta. This is the cause for that superimposition or the mix-up being taking place. Mithyatnyana means not having the correct knowledge. If we had a correct knowledge, there would not have been a mix-up. But the nimitta means is the cause. This cause is the reason why, because of which the subject and the object get mixed up. Satyanurde, one is Satyam, that what is the Satyam? The knower, the subject and the knowledge of that, Chidatmaka is Satyam. Anurde, in the object which is, which is Anatma, which is Anurtam, Mithuni Kritya, mixing up by mix way of mixing up aham idam mama idam i am this this is mine iti naisargika i am loka vyavahara naisargika means we do not know when it started it is it is there as a you know without any reason when we know we do not know when it started so it becomes by nature we are calling is is this is how the loka vyavahara in the world people are asking. Now 
what does it these two this sentence to mean by that to to understand this we should know that there are objects which we call it as mine or ours as object of ours so there is a relationship between me as an individual and an object which is which i am now calling as mine whether it's my body or my house or whatever it is how is these two connected if there is a connection between these two is is how this connection can be justified because the nature of i here is chidatmaka is of the nature of chitatmaka means nature of awareness the awareness can only know about objects but why does it have a possessive nature of that this is mine or this body which we call it as i how do we call it as i we definitely know the body is not me yet all the transaction naisarga loka vyavahara all the transaction in the world is happening because we presume that i am we are the body so this superimposition that the body is me is mithya jnana nimitta is due to the not having the right knowledge and then when we do not have the right knowledge the jada jada sharira which is of the nature of you know insentient body is now taken as the atma which is the sentient being that is why satyanurde mitini kritya this mix up of the jada and chetana mixing up is is happening now this is acharya says naisargika we do not know when it started so nisargasya bhava naisargika so when we 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 cannot pinpoint when then when this whole thing mixing up started so this is a statement from the opponent please remember do not forget about it that is the reason why this mixing up is happening and we are all experiencing that this body which is in insentient one as i am the sentient being now being considered as the body this is the way in which the whole thing has been understood and we have mixed up because of idaretara avivekena idara avivekena it is because we are not able to make the distinction between the the two now if you remember it in the mandukya we discussed this as the rope and the snake in the second chapter 27th karika where the rope is taken as a snake due to the non apprehension of the reality of the rope maybe due to the condition of lack of light or lack of you know attention we make a mistake of an insentient rope 
as a sentient snake and that cause of fear etc is out of that. This type of a mix-up is not only in the case of rope and snake but it is happening even in our day-to-day -day life as to who we are. This is what is called Naisargikoyam Lokabhyavahara. This is the reason why we are not knowing who we are. So the only way which we, with which we can know about ourselves is to know why is this happening and what is the ignorance with which I am now covered because of which I am not able to know who I am. Even though I am, tra I am transacting with the body as I am and everything of belonging to the body as mama. So, there is a question which is Koyam Adhyaso Nama Yeti. What is this Adhyasa? Is a question which is being asked by the, the student. So, the Vashikara says, Uchyate. I am telling them. Smriti Rupa Paratra Purva Drushta Vabhasaha. ಅನ್ಯಕ್ಷತೆ ಅನ್ಯಸ್ಯ ಅನ್ಯ ಧರ್ಮವಾಭಾಸತಿ ತೋಕೆ ಅನುಭವ ಶುಕ್ತಿಗಾಹಿ ರಜತಭಾಸಚಂದ್ರ ಸದ್ವಿತೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಪೂರ್ವ Paratra Purva Drishtava Vasaha. Now to understand that, we should know there are different type of what you call what in mixing up which is taking. There are five well-known theories of Khyadi. Panchak Khyadi is what is known as that. So, there this Atma Khyadi is the theory of the Buddhist, where they say that they deny the existence of external objects as far as the Yogacara Buddhism is concerned. They consider that in there is only one cognition, they call it as internal cognition, which are being externalized, projected by the subject. And they say that the, that not only the silver and the substratum of the silver which is the shell or the nacer both are no only internal ideas atma atma eva the knowledge is only by from the atma point of view there is no real shell or no imaginary silver in the in the in the external world it is all projection from the mind just as this is what they call it as atma kya the atma stands for the consciousness and consciousness is projecting 
were momentary this projection and as per the object stage they have become kshaniga one subject by subject an object by object is projected and that keep changing the advaitans we reject this theory on the ground that the substratum nature and the silver are only forms of the inner consciousness then there cannot be any distinction between valid and erroneous perception if this is the way it is happening we cannot we can never have a valid perception but in the world we are having valid perception not only can we, we have this mixing up of like rope and snake or and silver and nature but also we are having the mixing up of what we are also having real perception where there is no mix up we see father as father mother as father we don't see mix we don't have a mix up of somebody else as something else no therefore our atma khyati is not a valid is means why mix up can happen or which we don't we, we cannot say that that is the reason why adhyasa has happened then the second one is of the shunyavadins asatyadi so they it's very simple it's very easy they they say both substratum and the, the object which is projected on that are non existent it is only it is only a illusion for that purpose illusory perception what is they call so that such a thing cannot be as if there is no such what can how can there be even a projection so advaitin say rejected totally summarily saying that such a thing is not possible it is as good as saying that you know there is a barren uh, barren woman's child who has now become the king etc in the which is mentioned in that one so asat which is not there as an illusory thing is the reason as a projection also cannot be accepted as a reason for the you know ignorance which is giving the rise to i am that i am the body or you know this is mine etc aham itam nasargikoyam loga vyavahara for that we cannot take this as a as a means by which you know this can be established then there is a theory called as akhyadi non apprehension this theory is of that prabhakara school of mimamsa what they say that they said there is only lack of discrimination between the object perceived and the subject sub object remembered there both are objects one is object perceived as this and then the object remembered is silver which we have seen in a shop or in our in some other place so what happens is that this is in that one the eastness is taken and mixed up with the that silver which is there that we dropped from that that adjectives of that were we are seen and everything that aspect of silver alone is taken so this may, this is what is called what they call it as non apprehension of the details of between these two discrimination between the two so there is a discrimination discrimination between the two but we do not apprehend the discrimination therefore the confusion is that such a recollection in this case collection of this is a remembrance or in the form of what you call with lack of discrimination between here and now and mixing up with something somewhere else we have seen 
same way they say that the rope and the snake they say what we are seeing is this which is the nature of the rope but we do not take that aspect of rope from that onto that we are seen a snake somewhere else so that snake that we drop that that aspect of snake so this becomes snake because we drop the rope and that from both the first statement and the second statement so this is how the prabhagara mean school of mimamsa who says it is a discrete lack of discrimination but there but the problem is that in the in this the condition of the either perception and recollection are are two perceptions separate this one which you are seeing now and the remembrance of something else are two distinct and therefore their distinction cannot be confused and mixed up then there is something called anyada khyadi anyada khyadi is of the logicians or the nayayikas when the when the nature is wrongly perceived as silver there is an erroneous cognition that arises from the that this is silver and here that this stands for the laser lying in front of the perceiver and the first seen as a white piece not as a nature on that distinctive features of the nature which is being missed by a defect of the situation lack of light or lack of vision like in the case of snake and the rope then you know the dim light or anything like that that this visual defects is the reason why this is perceived in the rope and we are superimposing a familiarity of the anyatha anya of a different material onto that therefore what happens is that this is a type of mixing up which is happening in the case of in the case of uh, as per the nayayika but here also we advisers do not accept this because the sense organs concerned that the object perceived cannot give rise to such a mix up so the real has to be seen in the from the point of view of perception without any misapprehension then what advisers says is anirvachaniya khyadi inexplicable is the reason why there is no reason why we cannot say what is the reason why we are missing up anirvachaniya because we cannot describe it that is why mithya mithya jnana nimitta naisargiva all these words are used only for that of you what happens is that even when we are perceiving ourselves the first the 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 i which we really is the chidatma the real nature of brahman but a result of superimposition anirbha due to inexplicable reasons we are this is what is a beginningless naisargika we do not know when the ignorance was the when did the ignorance start for this mix up so what happens is that even though our now know, knowing and knowledge and awareness everything is in consciousness 
this aspect is now being substituted by the sense organs through which we perceive the objects in the world including the mind and the sense organs so what happens the instruments of perception overrides the doership the doer or the the prime now no consciousness behind it and this nature of individual the mind and the sense organs which basically represent the body takes over the or the complete ownership of that perception and this why does it happen we have no it is beginningless we do not know but since we know that there is difference between the body and the consciousness there is a possibility that this can be ended when we have the right knowledge so the superimposition is called naisargika which means beginningless so far the interpretation has been given in his view the objection based are answered by the three expression idaretra viveka this means not knowing about the nature of the world nor the subject so we have two problems two ignorance idaretra viveka what are they we do not know the reality of the world we do not know reality powerful and both are created due to mithya jnana nimitta is due to the ignorance of the nature of reality of the object and the nature of reality of the subject which is perceiving and this is what is called naisargika is beginningless we do not know when the ignorance started so this is how the two the different schools are interpreting why this is happening so tadacha loke anubhavaha shuktika hi rajavata avabhasate so the same it is the nature only the shell only we are now seeing it as a silver or the rope itself is what is seeing also even when we are seeing we are seeing the rope only but our knowledge is that of the snake which is not even present there so this is why that anyasya anyadharma avabhasata and that is a vyavichara vyavichara means it is a error by mistaking one for another this is the way in which shankaracharya has given the answer to that now he is explaining that again kadam puna pratyagatma vishaye adhyaso विषय धर्मेक्ट so we have now established that not knowing our true nature our sense organs which are used for our perception of the world presumes the role that they are the one which is perceiving therefore this mix up between the subject and for us 
even the mind and the sense organs are object we can we can objectify them but we do not objectify them when we assume the role that we are the body this is what is called the mithya jnanam and that mithya jnanam is due to the mix up but of happening due to not knowing the reality of the individual and not knowing the reality of the sense organs and their functions therefore the role is being assumed by the sense organs as the individual and the world is projected as i am the body and related to that the everything belonging to the body as mind whether there is anything which can be called mind if you are the awareness is something which we will see as we go further into this class so i stop it here and then next next tuesday we will continue with more details study any questions okay om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyade purnasya purnamadaya purnameva vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Pyo Namaha Hari Om Thank you Thank you Thank you Thank you Thank you Thank you